this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Has it already been two weeks since New Year's? I'm tired. But who's ready to gut a house? Fran made mincemeat out of that kitchen. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch. On Monday, January 15th, we are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Oppenheimer was not a bomb at the Critics' Choice Awards. The Christopher Nolan film won eight of them Sunday night. Best Picture, Best Director for Nolan, Best Ensemble, Best Supporting Actor for Robert Downey Jr., as well as Score, Editing, Cinematography, and Visual Effects. Barbie also picked up a half dozen honors, including Best Comedy, Original Screenplay, Song for I'm Just Ken, hair and makeup, costume design, and production design. The Holdovers stars Paul Giamatti and Davine Joy Randolph won in their respective categories, as well as their co-star Dominic Sessa for Best Young Actor or Actress. Emma Stone took home the Best Actress honor for Poor Things. On the TV side, Succession, The Bear, and Beef dominated the drama, comedy, and limited series categories, respectively. Other winners include Elizabeth Debicki for The Crown, Meryl Streep for Only Murders in the Building, and Billy Crudup for The Morning Show. You can see the full list of winners and other highlights at EW.com. And one more winner to tell you about of the weekend box office. Lots of fans swiped their plastic to see The Plastics and the new Mean Girls movie musical, which debuted in number one with an estimated $32 million this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday weekend. Renee Rapp and Gary Rice, Auli'i Carvalho, Christopher Briney, and more star in the movie from writer Tina Fey, who reprises her role from the original. Be sure to check out EW.com for more on the movie's huge, iconic cameo and that unexpected but delightful new couple alert. The Beekeeper, starring Jason Statham and Josh Hutcherson, debuted in second with a buzzy $19.1 million. Behind that, with nearly $11 million, is Wonka, which crossed the milestone $500 million mark worldwide this weekend. And in a close race for fourth are the animated movie Migration and Anyone But You, starring Sidney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. Both movies are hovering around $8.3 million. One movie we will not be seeing in theaters anytime soon is the upcoming Dennis Rodman biopic, 48 Hours in Vegas. Creed 3 and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania star Jonathan Majors will no longer star in the film following his conviction in a domestic violence trial last month. Majors faces up to one year in prison and will be sentenced February 6th. 48 Hours in Vegas, which is still just a working title, is set to chronicle Chicago Bulls forward Dennis Rodman's infamous trip to Sin City in the middle of the 1998 NBA Finals. The film was originally in development at Lionsgate, but the studio is no longer involved. Producers Phil Lord and Chris Miller may now shop the project to other distributors. Rodman himself is on board as an executive producer. 
Neff Campbell may have walked away from Scream 6, but she is leaving the phone line open for a possible return. Plans for a seventh film in the franchise are currently in flux following the departure of director Christopher Landon and leading ladies Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega. Campbell, who starred in several of its movies as slasher heroine Sidney Prescott, told The Hollywood Reporter at this weekend's Bath the Tea Party that she, quote, would not be surprised to get a call. And when IndieWire asked if she would be open to reprising her role, she answered, quote, given the right circumstances, yes. But she went on to say her stance on the salary dispute, the reason she didn't return to the franchise for Scream 6, remains unchanged. And we have a handful of celebrity deaths to report, starting with Joyce Randolph, the last surviving member of the famous four stars of The Honeymooners, who died Saturday of natural causes in her Manhattan apartment. She was 99. Alec Musser, the actor best known for his role as Del Henry on All My Children and his brief but memorable appearance in the movie Grown Ups, died Friday at his home in Del Mar, California. He was 50. A cause of death has not been disclosed. And Bill Hayes, the beloved daytime television actor who starred as Doug Williams on Days of Our Lives for more than five decades, died Friday. He was 98. A cause of death was not given. Hayes made his television debut performing on Olsen and Johnson's 1949 comedy series Fireball Fun for All before landing a recurring role as a vocalist on Sid Caesar's Your Show of Shows in the early 1950s. In 1953, he made his Broadway debut in Rodgers and Hammerstein's Me and Juliet and over the years would go on to star in multiple stage productions, including Bye Bye Birdie, Anything Goes, and Camelot. Hayes originated the role of convicted con artist turned lounge singer Doug Williams on the hit soap opera Days of Our Lives in 1970. Doug would become one of the longest-running characters on the show, appearing in more than 2,000 episodes over the next 53 years. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Jonathan and Drew Scott are back to help celebrities thank important people in their lives during our number three pick today, Celebrity IOU. Fran Drescher takes center stage in this week's episode. The former flashy girl from Flushing works to thank the housekeepers who have worked for Drescher for 30 years. Drescher, who played a big role in last year's SAG after strike as the union's president, teams up with the Property Brothers to surprise her housekeepers with a big upgrade to their home, both structurally and, as you might expect from the nanny herself, cosmetically. Here is a little promo for the episode where Drescher is trying to rip out some old cabinets and really gets into demolition day. Your turn. There's no way I can do this. Now. <laughs> Fran is pulling out drawers. She's tossing them out of the way. This is actually possible. Oh, oh wow. Fran made mincemeat out of that kitchen. Nice. I don't know if I was as much help as they had hoped that I would be. Oh, wow, that's a good swing. But it was fun. How quickly it comes apart, right? Wow. Well, you can see how that makeover turns out on the latest episode of Celebrity IOU tonight at 8 on HGTV. Trivia. 
It's trivia time. Fran Drescher's resume is full of unique distinctions. However, she also attests to having what other unique experience? Surviving a plane crash, being abducted by aliens, or having medically died and been brought back to life in a hospital? Stick around for the answer. Gotta say, Andy Samberg was right. Everything is better on a boat. Add a boat to reality TV's heightened interpersonal drama, and you've got today's number two pick, Below Deck Mediterranean. Inclement weather is barreling toward the vessel, and the crew's final charter of the season is stuck on the dock because of the intense waves. Chief Stuart Toomey and her bosun must work their butts off to keep wealthy guests happy when the boat they chartered is as stationary as a hotel room. On top of that, just as deck team member Haley returns to the motor yacht Mustique from an illness, lead deckhand Lara gets sick and has to miss the boat's final charter. Here's a look into the episode as Captain Sandy gives the crew the bad news. Pre-charter arrival meeting at 12 o'clock. Oh my God, it's our last charter. Um, I just looked at the weather. Not even a close chance we're gonna be leaving. The news isn't going to land very easily. So think about things you can do with them. We got to kill it. Yeah. Right, let's go kill it. Let's go. let's go. This has been a very challenging charter season. Two men and I were late for visas. We had a bosun who had non-ethical papers on board. Can you deckhand join the fight with Natalia and Tumi? Let me finish. Stop putting your hand in my face. Mine and Natalia's fight. You've been a fake. Been behind my back since day one. Natalia left. Mine and Jack's fights. Crew dropped like flies. Now we had Lara leave the boat. All of this leading to this final charter. And now we can't leave the dock. I actually don't realize how much <laughs> happened this charter season. Well, there are a few more storms to weather before the motor yacht Mustique and Below Deck Mediterranean wraps up the season. We will continue a course toward the season finale tonight at 9 on Bravo. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to watch will be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to BW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, one of the most revered TV comedies of all time debuted on ABC. It's one that ran for more than 250 episodes over a decade and spawned multiple spinoffs. We're talking about Happy Days, which premiered on January 15th, 1974. I'm going to do something for you, Cunningham, I never did for anybody before. I'm going to teach you the secret of being tough. Wow, you don't think I could ever- Hey, who told you to talk? I'm sorry, Fonz. <laughs> That's the secret. What? I think I missed it. <laughs> you see how nervous you just got? Yeah, but I thought you were gonna kill me. Hey, that's the point. I intimidated you. 
That's because I've got a majestic bearing. I got style. I got an attitude. I got a tough voice. Let's face it, you're a good fighter. Hey, I'm the best. But in the entire time you've known me, have you ever seen me in a fight? Well, no, but that's always because the other guy backs down first. I rest my case. <laughs> Happy Days gave us what might be Ron Howard's most iconic role, with all due respect to Opie, a breakout role for Henry Winkler, and spinoffs including Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy, and Joni Loves Chachi. The one that started it all premiered 50 years ago this week. And the Emmy goes to, we'll find out tonight. The delayed 2023 Emmy Awards are finally being handed out in 2024. And it's the final time that a handful of shows can walk away with trophies. Succession, Better Call Saul, Barry, Ted Lasso, and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel all wrapped up their runs last year. So this is it. Who will win, you ask? Well, in short, look for Succession to walk away a big winner in several top categories, including Drama, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Supporting Actor. In comedy, it could be a Ted Lasso three-peat, but we're saying yes, chef, to the bear for its first season. But don't count out Abbott Elementary. You can check out our predictions on EW.com and on the latest episode of The Awardist Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And making his Emmy hosting debut this year is Anthony Anderson, a former nominee himself for Blackish, who spoke with the Television Academy's correspondent, Tyra Prude, who pressed him on details about a big guest he'll have joining him on stage. Have a listen. You know, this is a show that I've always wanted to host uh, and never had the opportunity to. Uh, and this year I have that opportunity, so I'm excited to uh, celebrate 75 years of television, iconic shows that not only shaped my career, but shaped how we view television. Um, and so I'm excited. Yes, I love it. Now, we hear you have a special guest joining you this year as your hosting. Can you give us a sneak peek of who it is? Oh, my mama? Your hey. mama, is that the guest? That's my mama, that's my guest. <laughs> yeah, you know what, we're not going to have playoff music this year. Uh, so, you know, when you get up here, uh, thank whatever God you need to thank. Thank your people and get off the stage. Because if you run long, my mama's going to come and escort you off the stage. So that is my mother's position. And I just want to let you guys right know, it's going to be done in a very respectful way. But my mother is from the west side of Chicago, and she can throw <laughs> these hands. So don't try to get crazy with my mama. I'm just saying. Honestly, I really hope he's being real about that. It's going to make for a fun show. Another huge reason to tune in, this is the 75th Emmys, and they are going big with the celebration, including cast reunions of The Sopranos, Martin, Allie McBeal, American Horror Story, Grey's Anatomy, and SNL's Weekend Update. The Emmys get underway at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on Fox. But first, be sure to head to EW.com for our live red carpet pre-show starting at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. The long list of unique experiences in Fran Drescher's life includes one surprising claim. Does Drescher say she survived a plane crash, was abducted by aliens, or was medically dead and brought back to life in the hospital? Well, those are all pretty equally wild, but Drescher has said in an interview that she was abducted by aliens and had a chip planted in her hand. The actress told the Huffington Post in 2012 that both her and her ex-husband, Peter Mark Jacobson, saw aliens before they even knew each other. They were, quote, doing the same thing, driving on the road with our dads when it happened. 
And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to Watch.